Welcome to Modern Church Leader, a short daily show to help you grow your church, be more effective and efficient, and powerful for the kingdom of God. COVID-19 has thrust churches on their heels, left to grab whatever technology might keep them from stumbling into non-existence completely. However, what most churches don't really know is that the world has been setting churches up for this transition for a very, very long time. And it would have happened COVID-19 or not, okay? Technology is changing the way the world works. The church is no exception. As amazing church technology tools like Tithely continue to be adopted by tens of thousands of churches, the best practices for churches is actually changing with technological evolution and progression. How churches communicate with their congregations is transforming. COVID-19 was simply the catalyst for a lot of those realities to necessarily manifest themselves for the sake of the survival of the church. So how visitors are using Google to find reputable churches is, evol- is evolving. How small groups and, and church events are, are organized and marketed is being consolidated into mobile-first models that are revolutionizing the relationship between mobile-first technology and the church. How churches raise money, automate tithing, and, uh, tithing, and uh, implement e-commerce tools into their fundraising strategies is progressing at light speed so that churches are having to keep up in their fundraising tactics. What is the consequence of the technological revolution in churches for this institution that God has created? There is a clear and direct effect of technological adoption into successful church growth strategies that many have used to see amazing results, like church size, church revenue generation is is enormous. But those two particular aspects, church size and church revenue, are enormous variables in what it looks like for the future of technological adoption in the church. If you understand your congregation and your community and have a reliable and accurate marketing plan in place, then the skeleton key to your church's success in these areas of growth and revenue is technology. Now, the downside for late adopters is that they both have to ride sort of the learning curve of technological adoption in their churches and... They are forced to compete with similar early adopting churches in their area who already have momentum on both domains, size and revenue, on their side, which puts late adopters in a very difficult position. Now, in order to put the odds back on your side and break through uh, uh, your growth goals in both size and fundraising, you need to have your eye on what church technology is going to look like in 2025 so that you can become the kind of early adopting church that has growth momentum on its side in five years, and you're not behind the eight ball, right? Without further delay, here is what church technology will look like in 2025, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) according to my opinion, and how you can implement these technologies into your church management strategy today. Number one, here is the first change that we are going to see in the next uh, five years. Church management software will become the new base of operations for church leaders. Now, tools like Tidely Church Management Software, Tidely CHMS, will become increasingly common among churches as a foundational tool for managing and tracking users across church websites, apps, giving, engagement, events, text and email marketing, all that stuff, right? While the current church technology market doesn't offer you know, any kind of enterprise solution that perfectly integrates with every single perspective integration, the closest thing to this is Tidely All Access which does enable church leaders to manage all these assets 
through a single suite of tools that automatically sync and integrate with one another, which is absolutely amazing. I can't believe we even have it now. Uh, number two, digital giving will account for 80% or more of church giving. Now, that number does, is not representative of our current numbers, which it's, it's more about 40% right now. It's, it's really church to church, and it's so young. But while, while the church has been classified by Andy Stanley into a business category closest to like an events business, which was accurate for a very long time, in our digital and mobile first age, there's emerged a little bit of a better category, which is a membership business. And in one sense, the church is both. In business terms, the church is an events forward membership model. Now, churches that are adopting technology they're shifting their mental model for conceiving of what their church is from merely an events model to a membership model that includes events. Now, because of this, tithing will come to be viewed as a membership best practice that is routed through the church's app, which tracks engagement, giving push notifications, and enables users to remain plugged into the weekly happenings of their church. If you have a really good app, like a Tithely Church app, which is included in Tithely All Access, you actually have messaging features, sermon series features. It's just amazing. And because church members and visitors will be understood in terms of an actual membership model, and membership models are primarily e-commerce offerings, such as online communities, digital courses, stuff like that, then the e-commerce aspect will translate to churches in the form of digital giving. Now, because engagement will be increasingly routed digitally through church apps, which enable native giving, then this mode of giving will be intuitive for you know millennials and Gen Z who are scanning and swiping everything everywhere, right? Who are building wealth exponentially and will be prime will be the primarily uh, rather the primary population of church donors by 2025. So we need to tailor our fundraising tactics to the technology they use for e-commerce. Number three. All church technology companies will offer a single sign-on solution for multiple technologies. Now, the church-giving company Pushpay recently acquired the church management software CCB, which is an enormous, enormous deal for churches that didn't really get a ton of press. Anyone who is reading sort of the tea leaves of like church technology right now knows that the future of church technology isn't in freelancers. It's not getting in your cousin to build an app or a site. Uh, the future of church technology is in a fully integrated enterprise-level single sign-on solution to the needs of a church. Currently, the only tool that actually comes close to this is Tidely All Access. Now, if a church is looking for a technology that will scale into enormous growth and remain the number one tool in church technology for the foreseeable future, they should actually use and implement Tidely All Access immediately. I mean, if you want, if you want to fact check it, do your research on Google. But that, but but that's this is a fact. That is the closest thing we have right now to an enterprise-level single sign-on solution. Solutions specifically designed for the needs of the church. Number four, member engagement will be mobile first. So what does that mean? Wearable technology, you know, recently doubled its percentage of Apple's overall quarterly revenue. Wearable technology that syncs with a mobile device is the next phase of mobile and mobile adjacent technology. So the more wearable technology grows, and it will continue to grow at a rapid pace with uh, augmented reality and virtual reality, the more essential mobile technology will be to our lived, embodied daily lives. It's just a fact. Because of this, churches will follow suit sooner or later by integrating their needs into tools that are crafted specifically for the needs of a church. Now, those needs prioritize member engagement and visitor acquisition, but also user experience. Segmented in this way, churches will be able 
to optimize their website uh, for new visitors and optimize their applications, their mobile-first applications for engaged members. Now, this means that small group curriculum, sermon notes, <laughs> digital giving, event registration, church communications, text messaging, email, live stream, all of that will be routed through the mobile app. And in that sense, individual church apps will take on a character similar or rather more similar to Facebook than a single application church app that functions like a website, right, which is already becoming out of date. And member engagement will drive people to the app, right? Giving church announcements, event registration will be available only through the app, which will drive people to use the app for the exclusive access it offers to members, such as small group engagement and event attendance. Remember, I'm not saying this is the best practice. I'm saying this is where technology will take the church. Number five in church in 2025 is going to have, this is going to sound kooky and this is going to sound a little 1984, but we're going to have a spiritual health analytics dashboard for every Christian. Again, this is just where technology is taking us. Okay. And Apple's latest profit and loss statement, it shows that wearable technology took an enormous increase in its share of Apple's overall revenue. While we are now in the adolescence of mobile technology in our culture by 2025, we're going to be in the adole in the adolescence rather of wearable technology, AR glasses, which sync with mobile devices and other wearable technology. That's going to be where it goes. In other words, the barrier between the digital world and our physical experience of the world will become imperceptibly thin, especially for youth, especially for youth. Number six, church in 2025. We're going to see actually an, an exodus from social media in its current form. Now, what does that mean? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok will become outmoded forms of public content distribution and audience engagement. People will opt for private interactive digital environments, rather communities, going back to the in back to the increasing use of the membership model for conceiving of the nature of a church organization, right? And they're going to drift towards platforms that offer more privacy, security, Communal se uh, se uh, community segmentation and intimacy, right? Closer to what Facebook looked like when it was originally launched. The function of social media platforms as public utilities will continue as modes of distribution, but will not be the primary domain in which engagement is cultivated. Currently, social media is both the entry point and the home of engagement for members and fans and followers, but it it'll gradually lose its status as a home of engagements. Churches will follow suit and adopt the private membership model in order to own and cultivate its relationship with its own audience and with its own technology, something that the COVID uh, pandemic has already prompted many churches to do. Now, the primary downside of social media is that the companies themselves, they own the relationship, right? If you have a thousand people that like you on Facebook, you don't own those relationships. Facebook does. If your Facebook or Twitter pages were deleted tomorrow, you, you would have no way of retrieving those relationships. But if you own the domain in which the church members engage, whether that's through a, a church management software supported app, a CHMS supported app or a website, then you own the emails, the addresses, the names and all the ancillary information of all those members. If your church technology company went out of business tomorrow, you could migrate all those members to a new platform the same day if it's a if it's a, you know, uh, a business like Tithely that actually allows you to own all those contacts. Now, the, ben the this benefit is incentivizing businesses and churches alike to move their follower base to a platform that contains a contact list that they own and operate. This is overall a good thing for churches and the relationships with their members because it means that they get to own the data, they get to see what that looks like, they get to direct what those relationships look like. 
Number seven, online church will grow. This is obvious, but perhaps a better way of referring to the phenomenon which will grow is remote church. Because membership, which, which syncs across web and mobile, is mediated by an account which is registered with a church management software, you know, like Tidely CHMS, and users will be able to watch sermons, take notes, give, engage from the comfort of their own homes, which is going to be an enormous step forward. Again, not just live streaming something, but churches becoming truly remote churches. Now, church technology will take these massive leaps in the next five years. As mobile technology grows, this signals one thing to churches. Get on the bandwagon now. Okay, you don't want to be that late adopting church that's catching up with church tech in five years and you're exactly the same five years from now as you five years from now as you are now. You want to have your digital infrastructure in place, set up for scale and growth, and tilted toward maximum engagement and growth relationally. If you want your church to grow in population size and engagement, start implementing these future realities as much as you can now through a membership model mindset so that when these become a common practice among churches, your members and visitors are already giving you their buy-in, right? So, so remember, number one, church management software will become the new base of operations for church leaders. Number two, digital giving will account for 80% or more of church giving on average nationally, and fundraising studies will find this. Number three, all church technology companies will offer a single sign-on solution for multiple technologies. Number four, member engagement will be mobile first, including wearable technology. Number five, a spiritual health analytics dashboard for every Christian will exist. Number six, an exodus from social media in its current form, opting for a more domain-owned or rather uh, uh, church-owned contact list. And number seven, online church will grow into remote church. I hope that um, this prospectus gives you a little bit of an insight into what's coming down the road for church technology and for churches so that you can start implementing these strategies into your church growth and engagement uh, uh, well, you could rather you can implement these tools into your into your growth and engagement strategies now and set yourself up for future success down the road. Thanks for listening. Please review Modern Church Leader on Apple Podcasts and visit our website for more resources at tithe.ly or follow the links in the show notes.